welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Yeah, 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 yo. We got a big episode today. Yeah? We got some news we're going to be dropping. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a sale news. And, and then? Something. And then we're going to talk about some players. And then? We're going to talk Dynasty. Uh-huh. And we then? A couple stashes, a couple buy lows. Okay. A couple sell highs. Ooh. How you locked yourself out of your house and how you almost didn't make it here. That was awesome. Mm, you almost cried shot that door, didn't you? Uh, I came really close to both kicking it in and sledgehammering open. So, yeah. Hey. You got to do what you got to do. It's your home. Hey, you yeah. Know, you got to get in. It turned out that somebody had a key, so we got in eventually. Yeah, it works out well. Everybody's locked ourselves out of a house here and there. Kids, you know, they're they're great for screwing around with door handles on the way out of the door. And don't forget to lock the door on the way out, Dad. <laughs> God, that's so stupid. Uh, yeah, so needless to say, I will be making multiple spare keys and giving them out to people. Well, I'll take five. I'll give you one. Nice. Yes, like Rich, uh, I locked myself in my house. Oh, you've reached my voicemail. <laughs> I can't make it right now. I'm so sorry. I'm in Tahiti. And I'll be like, that's okay. I <laughs> passed this out to five other people. So. There you go. All right, let's talk some uh, fantasy football before we talk a little bit about us and a little bit about these games here we got going on. Um, mm. I heard you lost in all your September Madness. Uh, yes, so I am out, out, and out. Con- one, congrats one to all the winners uh-huh. this week in September Madness 3.0. I know the playoffs might not say, I'm going to have to work. By the time you hear this, hopefully. It, it's all figured out. But Yeah, this new one, 3.0, has been nothing but trouble. It has been a But I'm going to figure it out. Pain. But in 1.0 and 2.0, if you won and carried on, you are in the top four. You've won a t-shirt. Woo! Lucky you. Lucky you. Next, if you win one more week, you're guaranteed to be in the money. Nice, man. Yeah. So that's awesome. That so is, that's big time, man. I'll be uh, reaching out to everybody this week to get their uh, addresses and their sizes to send out those awesome shirts. So I hope your hands are ready for those high fives. Mm. Guaranteed. Yeah. Our editor, Dan, uh, he won his conference. Oh, nice. Yeah. Look at him. He's like a savant. Nice work, Dan. Did you? We didn't win, though. No, no. I couldn't foresee the... Uh injuries hitting some of my big time players yeah sometimes when you draft in uh you know we drafted april, yeah we drafted early yeah when you draft yeah. in april sometimes it hurts like i said colleen had uh mark sanchez and tony romo as her quarterback that's a that's a kick in the old uh pills but she right won there. like two weeks in a row too yeah. which is even crazier no she, she yeah she made it as far as i did i believe yeah that's pretty beastie yeah. uh-huh. that's how good her squad was so right. if she just had uh cody kessler yeah a quarterback yeah she would have been okay Right. And I know, like one of our buddies, he got in. The, he bought into the new one. He lost by like point five points. It was ridiculous. Yeah, he like he's like, dude, I had the third highest score. I'm like, yeah, that's the way it works, man. Yep. Fantasy football. That is the way it works. I think it was fun though. He's like, I'm, he's like, I'm, you know what? He's like, I'm glad I lost week one. And I do like, if I'm gonna lose, I'd rather just lose week one. I'm like, not me, man. Not me at all. Yeah, I want to right. shove it in somebody's face. All right. Yeah. Every single week. So, uh, September Madness. They've been fun so far. They have been. They're a good time. I won my new one. Good job, man. We'll see how far I go. Yeah. Hope I win it all. I got a big goose egg from uh, my wide re- one of my wide receiver positions because, you know, two of my guys just didn't perform, so what are you going to do? Yeah, I saw that rusty trombone. Yeah. He rusted me over really he, good. He rusted you over real good. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about some guys that got rusted over in the NFL real good this week. All right, let's do it. Chris Johnson. 
He's a Santa IR, yeah. It sounds Ooh. like he's going to have a little sports hernia surgery. Devastating news to all the fantasy players out there. Nah. How are they going to compete for that championship now that Chris Johnson's out? Devastating news for everybody in 2009. <laughs> if you have Andre Ellington, uh, it's a slight boost, right? Yeah, it is, and, and it's probably a boost to David Johnson. I mean, it, Chris Johnson was... Cutting into some of his carries, so I mean, yeah, I, very slightly. Right, right. I mean, Chris Johnson's look beastie out there. David Johnson. No, Chris Johnson. Oh, <laughs> there's too many Johnsons and Johnsons. Yeah, one of those Johnsons. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, David Johnson's look good. We said earlier in the off season, like, hey, we want to see this guy do it a little bit more consistently. Right. Guess what? He's doing it really consistent. He looks. He's a top tiered fantasy dynasty football back yeah he's a young player and going for he's and he's really producing but i mean he's he's not without his, his faults as well i mean i think bruce arians even got on him like a week ago about like not not running the correct routes and stuff like that you gotta do it man so i mean he's, aspects. he's still a growing player and he's a young buck right he's he's got a ton of upside so he's got more a little bit more uh a little more points on the antlers yeah, for exactly. that buck okay however that works in the hunting world i don't hunt i don't know about Bucks in there, and it shows. points, and it shows. It's a six pointer, right? Yeah, right. Is that what you do before you slaughter them? I don't. You count their points on their antlers. Yes, I don't hunt either. I don't know, but venison's delicious. It is good. Give me some of that jerky. Yeah. Um, Josh Gordon. Um, to surprise, surprise. Speaking okay, of what's what's more what's what's more surprising? Aaron Foster hurting his groin or hamstring, or Josh <laughs> Gordon <laughs> being suspended indefinitely because he. Likes to take a sip of booze or smoke a little weed. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know. They're like almost like death and taxes. They're just inevitable, man. It's inevitable. Yeah. So there it is. He slipped up. He's he checked himself into rehab. Hopefully, he gets his life in order. Um, but you know, obviously, this is a guy that that you can't count on at all. I mean, hopefully, some people you know sold while they could while there was still a little bit of hype on this guy because yeah I, I declined every offer i got for him i i mean it i it would be hard not to i mean it would be hard to you know accept because you probably weren't getting what you thought was good value but at the same time now you're stuck with him or, or you're just gonna so what do you do him. like what do you do like i i own him in two leagues right right and I know I should just cut him. I literally should just cut him because he is not going to play. He's never going to play. In, I'm con- I'm convinced he's never going to play in NFL ever again. He's never going to play in NFL again. Then if you feel like that, cut him. But I can't. I'm a, he's addicted to uh, the herbal essence and booze, and I'm addicted to Josh Gordon because I just can't let him go. Well, what are you going to do, man? How many years are you going to hold on to this guy? you got to ask yourself just that. Th- I think this year. I think this is it. And then when then I, what's the point of holding on to him? Just he's ju- not he's not just, coming back this just year. Just to see, I know, but just to see what happens in the offseason. Uh-huh. I you know it's kind of one of those things. It's like where the Browns are. Like they don't have to cut him right now because he's suspended. He's in uh, he's in rehab. Like this year, like I you know there's no there's no free agents I'm picking up to pick up off him. There's nobody on my taxi squad I want to move up for him. So it's like next year when the year gets ready to go and I'm ready to promote these awesome 17 rookie class right into my starting lineup because it's going to be so good and they're going to carry me to the promised land. Then I might be willing to cut bait. I mean, teach his own. I uh, I think I'd be willing to cut bait at this point. He's never going to play again, right? No. I mean, dude, it's literally the week before you're about to be able to come play football again. Like you're allowed to be like this Sunday. He should be suiting up and playing football. And the week before, and he's like, mm, I, I I messed up. Oops. Yeah. Dude, that's the thing though. It probably wasn't this weekend or yeah, this right. week. 
He was probably the entire time he's probably been drinking and smoking weed. He just knew he was probably going to get a test or something right before. So he said, you got me. I'm going to check myself into rehab. I can't stop. It's probably worse because like he's a Brown and he's so good. Like he has Hall of Fame ability and it's just like another kick in the balls as a Browns fan. And but and, like I've I've always been a big Josh Gordon fan. I know you have been too. The way we used to watch him football, we used to just be amazed like the way he just glides on the field, um, in his athleticism. But it's all down the tube and uh, you can't count on the guy, man. It's down the tube. This is probably the last time you'll ever hear us talk about Josh Gordon. I would I would imagine that that's probably correct. Yeah. yeah. What a waste, right? Yep. Big time waste, Dine. man. I think at one point, I think at one point in one of those years, I think I had Josh Gordon as my number one overall dynasty player for like five minutes. Maybe for like five minutes. Yeah. It was for like five minutes. Because it was probably when he went to like back to back to back, like 250 yard games or something. Oh, that's so good. Uh, uh, moving on. As we all must do after we lose a loved one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I mean, not a big it's time. That bad. Not a big time injury, but I mean, noteworthy in that. Um, you know, Paxton Lynch shot. is going to get a. He's going to get a shot. He's going to get on the field, and with a first round quarterback, you kind of never know if those guys are going to get off the field once they get on the field. Yeah, you don't want to let the guy with the first round pick, uh, be the first round pick in it out on the field because it's like if he just should be if he's just okay then i'm like okay well he's the quarterback of the future so let's just go ahead and let him be a little bit more okay and he, he looked good i mean you know in in the limited duty that he had there at the end of the game or it's crazy like game. how none of these rookie quarterbacks have looked terrible it's weird isn't it and i think it's maybe that like some of these coaching staffs are like protecting them like Dak Prescott isn't like a fantasy machine. He isn't like he's not throwing for tons of yards, but he looks okay. I mean, in our in the league that we have that I have him in, he's scored like almost twenty points a game for the last three games. The first game was like twelve. Well, I guess the rushing yards. So I mean, he's doing touchdowns help. A, yeah, a decent job even fantasy wise. I mean, Cody Kessler's not really turned the ball over. Yeah, I mean, none of them look awful. None of them look awful. Well, maybe because Jared Goff isn't playing. And it's and it's which is crazy. The number one overall pick right. can't even in the field. Yeah, it's. Like, odd. I mean, it's really odd. But maybe they're taking the right route with him as well. Maybe he needed a little bit more time to you know mature into the game. I mean, I guess. I mean, Kenny Britt and Brian Quick were on. I mean, Brian Quick looked okay last week for one week, and you got Todd Gurley there to protect him. It just it's just a weird. It's weird. Like if you took. Uh, Jared Goff in your dynasty as your quarterback, like say so you're in a super flex, like right, you need like you need a quarterback. Like, I'm taking the number one guy. It's like, oh, I wish I had Carson Wentz. Cause he looks pretty good. Yeah, and Dak Prescott, you could have gotten really late, and <laughs> he looks really good. So yeah, we'll see. Maybe Tony Romo won't get, won't get back on the field. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Yeah, to we'll be see. Um, Eric Decker Eric- might be going to IR. Eric, I mean, they've, they've kind of had mixed uh, reports coming out in the past, like, week or so. It seemed like, you know, right before game time, it was like, oh, he might go to IR, or they were thinking about putting him on IR. And now, today, it's more like, hey, his shoulder's feeling better than it did last week already. He's probably not going to play in this upcoming week, but he may be back the week after that. But it's, so it's, it's he, some, might, he might not go to IR. It's kind of... It's like a partially torn rotator cuff, so it's something that's not going to get better like probably all year it's a it's almost like a pain management and a range of motion type of thing gives you a boost if you're a quincy anua absolutely owner. yeah absolutely um, this is a guy he still has brandon marshall to offset him right now quincy anua is wide receiver 26 that's a high end wide receiver three 
I mean, this is a guy's Quincy Anua right now has more fantasy points. Well, he's tied with Amari Cooper, but he's got more fantasy points than Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, Jeremy Macklin, Alshon Jeffrey, Jordan Matthews, Brandon Marshall, Deshaun Jackson. I mean, to me, it seems like this is like one of the weirdest years in the NFL. Like, not like even fantasy wise, but just I don't know what it is. I can't like wrap my mind around some of these teams that are struggling it's It's really you're right it is a weird it's really bizarre like some of these good teams are carolina's bad carolina's bad arizona the the i mean the giants have looked terrible on offense this year so far it's just star players aren't all star players which is that's fine but even but usually you have consistency consistency at receiver which right now at the very top aj green antonio brown uh and Julio Jones, yeah, that's consistent. But everything else is like a, wi- a mix, like Quincy Anua, right? Uh, Terrell Pryor, right? Isn't you know coming out of nowhere? Um, you got guys like even like Adam Humphreys who did nothing last week, but who's still Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley, yeah. I mean, it's just like it's a it feels like a really weird year, and it's it's almost hard to like put your it's like a moving target who's going to be good week to week. Yeah. It's very hard. Eddie Royals back again. Mike Wallace is back. Well, up Eddie Royal makes appearances he, for the t- first five weeks. Yeah, he he does. At the beginning of every season, he makes appearances and then he disappears. Isn't that weird that Eddie Royal is always like he's really good for like five weeks it's and very, then it's like it's very weird. I think his body just can't hold up to like the deuces. Rig- yeah to the rigors of the NFL. Like so, he gets in you know training camp. He's not really getting knocked around. And beginning of the year, he starts getting digged up a little bit, and then by the end of the year, he's he's done every year. Yeah, it is crazy. We're getting we're getting rookie production out of receivers. That we didn't think, you know, even the high end receivers that were drafted in your rookie class aren't at the top. But right now, Michael Thomas is wide receiver 25. Yeah, Michael Thomas, man. Which is a very high wide receiver two. And then, of course, Will Fuller is pretty much a wide receiver one. It's ridiculous. We, I, me in particular, I I was pretty down on that guy. I know you were as well. And uh, he's producing, man. He's wide receiver 12 right now. Yeah. I mean, he had a big week last week that helps the cause. He's had a big week almost. I mean, like three out of four weeks, he's had a pretty decent. Yeah, game. we slipped so, on that banana peel. So yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, we missed Move on. on that one. Yeah, you can't win them all. We're right. We're hey, we're right more than we're wrong. Absolutely. It's been a funky year, man. What are you gonna do? So another guy. Um, moving on, I guess. Um, Sammy Watkins went to IR. We kind of pointed that out. Um, at least I did. I, I I saw all the signs of the Des Bryant type of thing from last year, where they kind of same just, exact thing. Same exact injury. And it was almost the exact same kind of reports were coming out that that they did from death. That's what I mean. Like the process is like, okay, they were there, and then all of a sudden he's put on IR. Now we're gonna wait for him to come back week eight. We're like, okay, he's back, but he's then he's still he's not doing. Still not gonna be. I mean, guys, just this is gonna be a down year for Sammy Watkins. Do you think he's gonna come back and get a knee bone bruise next year on his knee? No, I think that was something a little freaky. I don't think those are related, really. Well, I don't know. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it, de- it depends on how hard that uh, doctor is checking his reflexes with that little hammer on his knee. And then, and then, um, yeah. So Sammy Watkins, IR. I mean, he's still Sammy Watkins. Before we get to the next, I, I want to ask you something about this whole Sammy Watkins ordeal, real quick. Justin Forsett gets cut. Um, no shocker there. No. Terrence West would be the starter. They're going to e- they're going to ease Kent Dixon back in, probably starting this week, and then going about another week or so. Kent Dixon should be the man there. Same thing that we predicted before the season even started. This, I mean, this is literally playing out exactly how I thought it was going to. Pretty much. Minus, I didn't think Kenneth Dixon was going to get injured and miss the four, first four weeks. But um, Yeah, see, I thought he was going to start week two. Yeah, exactly. And so th- it's so just kind of bumped back six, a little bit. His timetable is 
Fun yeah, fact. A little bumpy bump. A little bumpy road. So it is what it is. Um, one more little thing. It's not really an injury, but I wanted to mention it before we got off the injuries. It's um the Tevin Coleman playing up in the Mile High region. He's got he's one of those players that has the sickle cell trait. And that ain't good. no, it's not good uh, to be up in that high altitude. He doesn't know how it's going to affect him. Nobody really does until they've been there. There's other there's guys that have played with it and like had to have surgeries to like get their gallbladders or livers and stuff like Ugh. yeah i mean bad stuff can happen so he it, i just don't know if it sounds like he's gonna play but i'm not sure if you want to trust him in your lineup this week coming up which is good news because i mean i mean news that you need because right now if you do own tevin coleman he's running back number nine right now right he's had a matt forte cj anderson Devontae freeman mark ingram so if you have tevin coleman it's not like oh why is this person telling me i shouldn't start tevin coleman because Tevin Coleman has 64 fantasy points in PPR leagues, and he's running back number nine. But I, I, I can't guarantee to work. I can't guarantee a workload this yeah, week. Yeah. So look for Devontae Freeman to get a boom bump this week. Look for Tevin Coleman to drop in those rankings a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down to game time, and you know, once he hits warmups or something like that, and he's just like, "Nah, I can't do it." And do you think it like right now? Okay, this is gonna kind of go back to my Sammy Watkins kind of situation as well as. Like now we can actually start looking at fancy points and start it now that we're about a third of the way through the season and seeing where these guys are going to finish on the year. Again, there's a long way to go. Yeah, absolutely. But this is where the basis is. This is a good, you know, starting point to look at these guys and say, okay, this is how these guys are going to kind of fare for this year. It's not just like, oh, we had a two big games and that's it. Because even Devontae Freeman had that four-game stretch. He finished as running back one regardless. So like Tevin Coleman right now being running back nine, can we see Tevin Coleman this year finishes right around running back 13, 14 high end running back two? Yeah, absolutely, man. The way that they, he's he's on a very good trajectory. Actually, him and Devontae Freeman are, are both really producing. I mean, I think a lot of Tevin Coleman's production is, you know, it's A, he's getting a lot of catches, but B, he's been getting a lot of touchdowns. So I mean, if that continues, he's just gonna he's gonna stay he's gonna ride that hot hand all the way through. Um, we have two running backs in Atlanta right now that are running back ones. Exactly, Devontae Freeman's running back twelve, and De- De- Tevin Coleman's running back nine. That's phenomenal. It's I mean it's ridiculous. It's not unheard of. I don't think completely. I mean, and there has been some other guys that have done it, maybe not in recent times, but I mean there are there's definitely times where this kind of things have happened. So. Um, well, if Duke Johnson can start catching some more footballs, maybe him and Isaiah Correll could be running back. You know the Browns have the number one Russian offense in the league? Amazing, isn't it? Both averaging over six yards per carry. Yeah, it's great. Correll looks great out he there. He looks like he's shot out of a cannon every time he really touches the ball. It's crazy. He looks so much more explosive this year. Are you Pete Carroll? Why? You're saying he looks like he's shot out of a yeah. cannon. Talking about Kristen Michael. <laughs> Kristen Michael. Uh, we'll get into that when we get to the Browns game. So go back to like I was saying, okay, so we have some big time names here, right? Sure, sure. Is now the time. So Sammy Watkins, to me, and I'm seeing on Twitter too. I'm seeing tons of Sammy Watkins offers, and people are saying, "Is this fair for Sammy, or is this fair for Sammy? Should I get rid of Sammy for this? He's been injured two years in a row." And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, 
I want to go buy Sammy Watkins. Yeah, if anyone in my leagues are trying to get rid of Sammy Watkins, I will take him. Yeah, come on, dude. Just sell him to me for nothing because he's, I mean, he's been hurt for two years in a row. God, those foot injuries are never good. No, it's like they might have, have you heard the latest rumor? They're going to have to amputate. (laughs) They're going to be calling him Peg Leg Sammy. Yeah, I just want to have him on my team just for name value. I'm really trying to sexify my IR right now, and Sammy Watkins would be like the Rushmore, Mount Rushmore of that. Those dreads are gorgeous. They are amazing. Amazing. Okay. So Sammy Watkins right now. Um, Dynasty value. Still a great hold. And you want to go out and buy because his value is down. Yeah, absolutely. If if people are down on him, go in, in, in any of your leagues. Just go out and try to make an offer for him. And I would have to guess at least 50% of your leagues, people are going to be down on him. I would say so. I mean, that's just human nature. I mean, after having a rough rough go here of it all year now. I mean, and to to be honest, I mean, obviously Sammy hasn't lived up to the hype there in Buffalo that he had coming out. So Not at all. Everyone's going to be a little bit, I mean, they're going to be down on him just naturally, and then he gets injured uh, to boot. And this is a tough injury to come back from. But yep. it, it's not like it's hard if you give it enough time to heal. It's not like a devastating injury that's no. going to slow a person down. I mean, if you remember, Julio Jones had this, like, coming out of college. So, I mean... it. It's something you can definitely get over. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Well, it'll turn out all right. Yeah, I mean, he only beasted for like 12, to 12 catches, 300 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I know. I faced Against him. me. Yeah, I faced him too. I had also, I was going against Matt Ryan as well on that same team. I had to face him and Michael Crabtree. So those two guys alone pretty much was enough to put away my team. It was one of those weeks where you had the second highest score by like a lot, and you still lose. But, you know. Fantasy football. It's fantasy football. It's a doozy. Mm-hmm. So we both agree Sammy Watkins is definitely, you want to go out there and buy. He's still young. He's still extremely talented. Um, right now for him, I mean, your best bet is hoping that he's on a contender's team and you get away with giving him a receiver that's not up to that really caliber who's still good that you can kind of wait on. Um, maybe somebody like, what would you think? I think this is one of the offers I saw, like T.Y. Hilton for Sammy Watkins. Straight up? Yeah. Paul Abdul style. Wow. Straight up. Now tell me. Um, I mean, I think the Sammy side wins that one by, by a pretty good bit. But, but you can see that going through, s- right? I could see why that would be enticing. And considering a Pharisee that T.Y. is young, you just signed that extension in Indianapolis. Right. No, I could see why why the person would be enticed. I, I just think Sammy Watkins is a more talented wide receiver. So, so here's I would, one. I would be down. So here's one him. to the test, right? Okay. Sure. For example, for you, you have a good fantasy football team, dynasty team, right? In the Nerds League, you're 0-4. It's just one of those years where, like, you just can't, like, you're facing hot, your points against or high. It's just one of those years, I, right? It is one of those years. So, right now, but you know that you're going to rebound and you're going to start getting some Ws here. If somebody came to you right now and said, give me your 17 first, I'll give you Sammy Watkins. What would you say at 0-4 right now? What would you say? Hmm. Because logically, you, like, you should be like, yeah, of course I'll give you my 17 right. first for Sammy. Absolutely. But look, you just—you didn't say yes right away. You thought I about it. I had to hesitate for a second and think about the it. The elixir of the 17 rookie draft class. Uh-huh. Because it's so... It's so enticing. Mm, it's so enticing. Ooh. It's so mystifying. Ooh. And I can't wait. At the end of the year, we're going to do, uh, we're gonna do an all-time great draft recap. Because I want to go back to that Odell Beckham class. Just to kind of like show people that even don't know how matter, no matter how good something looks... There's always some uh, poisonous apples in that bunch. Oh, absolutely. Bishop Brecky, I see you. Uh Uh-huh. I see you and David Cobb in that car. We're looking out the window set. 
Oh man. So would you? Okay. So at own four, hey Matt, uh your own four man. I know you got a good squad. I'll give you Sammy Watkins. He's gonna help you at all this year. Just give me your seventeen first. Ugh. I couldn't do it, man. See, see, uh, I couldn't do it. No, but just because it's it's just because he couldn't help me at all this year. Like I. I know that I'm 0-4, and I know the likelihood of me making the playoffs is really low, but I have a feeling I could still pull this thing together. If it was, if it was somebody that could help me now, I would, I would for sure give up my first-round pick. If you're 2-2. Two two. Oh, if I'm 2-2? Two two, yeah. I'd probably do it. But you'd probably do it. No, I'd do it if I was 2-2. Two because two. the same thing. Like, I, I feel like, like if somebody asked, me right on twitter and they're like rich i'm own for but somebody just offered me sammy watkins for my first i'm like dude you gotta take that but i feel like if it was me when i was own for and somebody like hey i'll give you sammy for my for and dude sammy watkins is on my twitter avatar yeah, right right like dude i'll give you sammy watkins for your 17 first i'd be like uh, I, don't, I feel like i wouldn't want to do it but here's the thing i still think i would do it i think i would do it no matter what because even if it finishes 1-1, we're looking at like somebody like Leonard Fournette, okay? Or somebody a la, for comparison's sake, this year, let's say Ezekiel Elliott, okay? Who's phenomenal, who looks great as well. But we're still talking hashtag two- to three-year window here, and we're still talking long-term value. You're still getting a, an elite, even though he hasn't produced it. At the end of last year, Sammy looked good after he was coming back healthy. But now, yeah, he's hurt. You're still getting a really young, talented receiver who now is two years in, so he might be two years closer to getting out of Buffalo. We don't know what's going to happen there. And he's in a really elite receiver, so I'd be okay with giving up 1-1 one, one and 17. I know that sounds crazy, but, like, now, granted, I, I don't want to just go out there and say give up 1-1, one, one, but I'd be willing to take that chance, I guess, if I'm 0-4 to get Sammy Watkins because it does make sense. And I understand that because at the same time, if I think about it, if you actually, if I was in this position, I might be like, nah, dude, I just can't do it. It, it's it's because it, it could go either way for me. Like I could I could end up being terrible all year and just having horrible luck. And Sammy's not going to help me turn my luck around at all. But the big thing is, when so, you just be so like, though, who would be. you rather have, Leonard Fournette or Sammy Watkins? That's what we're really talking about. I mean, I guess that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and then right then when you make that when you make, when you say it like that, anytime you say one one or something like that, it's always like, ooh, that's so good. But then let's let's put like Leonard Fournette's going to be the number one dynasty pick next year, most likely. I mean, maybe somehow Corey Davis or Juju Smith, you know, jumps up the rankings. Or if not, it's it's going to be another running back, most likely either Nick Chubbs or Dalvin Cooks, Cook. But at the same time, we're, that's what we're talking about. One, we're talking about a running back over Sammy Watkins, and two, we're talking about somebody who has never done anything at the next level over Sammy Watkins. Right. We are. So to say, so if you feel like if your team is down in the dumps right now. One, you're own for not like you, like you're, you have a really good team, but say you have a team that's not overly great. You know you're going to have a high pick. Maybe you can go get Sammy Watkins for your first-round pick, and that's all it takes is your first-round pick. Right. I mean, I guarantee 33% of the leagues out there that are listening to this podcast will go out there and make that offer, will come back and say, he said yes. He, said he went to Jared. <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah. Let's get our little Jared plug in there. Because you're like, you're, you're, I, I get it, because I thought the same thing. Like, your gut instinct says, oh, I can't give up that high 17 first. Because we've been talking about this draft class for two years now, and nobody wants to part with those picks. But this is what we were talking about earlier in the year, where, like, you can use that to your advantage going into the year. And here we are, 
now that this is this is what I'm talking about. You might use be able to use the, that 17 use perk. Use the power. To get that Sammy Watkins yeah, guy. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's like, I mean, he's done it. He's proven that he can do it at this level. Those other guys are all just, they're gambles. And, and of course, Ben on Sammy has been hurt back-to-back years is a gamble. Of course it's a gamble. Right. But that's a gamble I'm willing to gamble on. Right, because you know that he can, when healthy, he can produce. And it's not like this is like a horrific, like, Achilles tear or patella tendon tear. This is just like a, a it's called a Jones fracture. Fracture, and guess what? After Julio Jones, it is after Julio Jones. Yeah, hmm. I'm pretty sure. You sold me. All right, good. I believe him. All right, don't so, fa- don't fact check me. So Sammy Watkins, that's where we stand on Sammy Watkins. This is turning right. into a longer Sammy Watkins segment than I want to. We'll probably like go. We probably won't have time to go through all these games as we wanted to. Because I, I have other stuff I want to talk about here. Okay. Um. So. Rob Gronkowski. Yes. Do you think you can get Rob Gronkowski for a 17 first? Um, okay, here we go. You're 0-4. I offer you Rob Gronkowski. Now, that's different because he could probably help you this year for your 17 first. Right. You say, hail yes, right? Um, no. Look, you're like, no. The injury things are starting to catch up with Gronk, man. Not that I think his production is bad, but he's one of those guys that's always injured now. He came out in college with his back injury. Well, I know. That's why he slipped in the, in the draft. I understand, but it just seems like he can't make it through a full season. He hasn't been able to make it through a full season for nope. how long? I don't know, since birth. Yeah, basically. Came, it, out the, came out the womb with a Jones fracture. <laughs> then there's grand, grandpa, Gronk Jones. <laughs> okay. Well, to me, no, I'm probably not going to go 2017 first for Gronk. So, because we're pretty much, like, some of these guys I'm talking about, I'm trying to see if we're up or down on these guys. So you are putting an arrow down on Gronkowski. That's a dangerous statement, but yeah, I guess so. Okay. I understand it, and I get it. And the hamstring's still bothering him. This is going to turn into those years where, like, Gronk, like, he's not going to help you until late in the season. Or maybe he's just saving it for Tom. The wrath of Tom. Dude, the wrath of Tom is going to be felt by all. That's all I have to say. I need Gronk to start producing in week five. He's going to, man. He's got to get his poop together. Yeah. All right. Um, Next guy. If you, if you, if you want to trade me Gronk, I'll give you my first. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, I'm a, you changed my mind. I'm a Gronk, I'm a Gronk slut. I want to get on all over that. All right. All right. All right. Um, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. Just came out today and said, hey, guys. I'm not having fun anymore. Guys are ruining all my fun, my pushing me around. Fun. You see my hair? This is fun hair. Yeah, I like to have I'm shaving fun. it. Fun. Odell Beckham, he is right now, he's down. He um, is down. Here's the deal. He he is shaping up to be a bit of a head case, man. A little um, bit. So, um, ever since he hooked up with one of them Kardashian ladies who's on that train who hasn't been on that train um besides you and i of course besides us i don't i don't i think we're the only two but anyway literally has not scored a touchdown since he hooked up with a kardashian hmm. that goes back to last year hmm. so um you're on to something i'm on to something there i think it's the curse of the kardashians hopefully it does not rub off on our boy tristan thompson for the cavaliers who also is hooked up with a card? I think the same Kardashian. Chloe's with Chloe Kardashian. Yeah, whatever one that is. Uh-huh. I only know that because I heard it on the radio today. Like, oh, Chloe Kardashian's got the card Cavs game. Or whatever. whatever. Regardless. Okay. Well, Sterling Shepard has more more fancy points than um 
Odell Beckham. Listen, defensive coordinators have figured out a way to cover Odell Beckham, and he has not adjusted his game. Hey, and when we're doing dynasty rankings, and I'm the only one like out of all the dynasty ranking people that everybody had Odell at number one, and I didn't, and people were like, how do you have Julio and uh, Antonio Brown above Odell? And I'm like, because they're better fantasy players. That's why. I need to see more out of Odell Beckham. And it's, again, Odell Beckham's not terrible. He's going to have a better games. He's going to probably produce and get higher in the ranks. But listen, head cases make me worry. He's a little bit of a head case, but here's the deal. Um, Minnesota has now shut down number one wide receivers in back-to-back weeks. Yes. And their defense is for real. Their so, defense I mean, is up there with Denver's defense. Right. They, it's phenomenal. They, um, they limited to Calvin Johnson or uh, Calvin Johnson, Calvin uh, Benjamin to just one catch the week before Odell Beckham. Uno Cacho. Right. So Spanish for one catch, by the way. For those of you that don't habla espanol. What's that mean? Um, speak, speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they're for real, yo. Um, there's not going to be a lot of teams that can cover him like that, but I think there's a blueprint out there for how to get under the guy's skin, and he's proven week in and week out that that's all you have to do. You just got to get in the guy's head, and he, he, can't, he can't get out of it. He's just wrapped up in that kind of stuff instead of playing ball. Yeah, like all you got to do is line up across from him and say, hey, Odell. Your your mom's so fat, she uses a VCR for a pager. Exactly. Just throw some yo mama jokes at him, and the dude can't he can't handle it. So, um, hopefully he gets that figured out in his own head that he needs to to just let that stuff kind of roll off him a little bit, and you know he'll rebound. I don't. I mean, he's obviously a very skilled guy, but he's I mean, talented. Yeah, I mean, three catches for twenty three yards. I mean that that's, that's a rough, not cutting it. That's a rough day, you know. Oh, is Odell Beckham, is Odell Beckham Jr. a top three dynasty overall player today? Today, no. Tomorrow, I mean, you know, next week, who knows? So, if we were holding the draft today and you had the first pick, you would take um Julio Jones. The second pick you would take? Antonio Brown. Oh, my goodness. You finally, after three years, you met Antonio Brown as a good fantasy player. About that, that was the whole, since this first moment of this podcast started, it's all, that was the whole ploy just to get you say you would take Antonio Brown. You should Number two overall. I know. And it, now the podcast is officially over. We will never do the show ever again. Thanks for <laughs> listening, guys. My mission here of three years is accomplished. I know my sarcasm <laughs> kind of came through the microphone, but the eye rolls, no one saw that. And they were rolling pretty much in the back of my skull there. Even so. in like my redraft leagues, I didn't, I don't get any Odell shares. It's just one of those guys. Like he's just always like, like I know he's really good, but I'm waiting for something like this to happen. You know what I mean? Like those he young... had one bad game. I know, I know, Give I know, I know. But again, it just—he's real young. He's super talented. Everybody's claiming he's the best. This can ha- this can hurt people sometimes. Is what right. I'm thinking. All I'm saying is, Tom Brady is back. <laughs> the wrath of Tom. The wrath of Tom is coming. And if you keep talking crap about Odell Beckham, he's going to come out after you as well. All right? So is Odell right around number three overall? Like, would you take Allen Robinson or DeAndre Hopkins ahead of him? Mm, no. You, and you I, wouldn't take AJ Green ahead of him because of age? Yeah, probably. Ooh, but it'd be close, right? It'd be close. Um, Really, all, th- all I mean, I think Odell Beckham, Nuck, and AJ Green – and Allen, I mean, those guys are like kind of like lumped together there. They, you could take them in any order. I think so. I, to me, it's always been pretty much 
Antonio Brown and Julio is one too for me for a long time now. My rankings reflect that. Um, I always, always I've always had those guys there, and then like yeah, it's like I put Odell there because listen, it's consensus he's really good. But I've always been you know I'm a huge DeAndre Hopkins fan. Right. So I think you're a huge DeAndre Hopkins fan, and I'm a huge Odell Beckham fan. So yeah, and Odell of... is wide receiver twenty eight. So right now he's a you know he's still really up there. Right. And I mean Nuck had a horrible game. Oh, he had a terrible game. Right. Like one catch. One catch. Right. Yeah, it killed. It hurt me really bad. So I mean, this these things happen. I just think. So moving on. So okay, DeAndre Hopkins is wide receiver thirty right now. Right. Where does he stand in the dynasty community? Um. Still I, straight fire, right? Because I, I, I'm asking these questions. I'm getting. I'm also getting a lot of them on Twitter. Like, what do I do with DeAndre Hopkins? It's like, is okay. So Sterling Shepard's cutting into Odell Beckham. Will Fuller's cutting into DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Absolutely. Um. Listen, these guys. You don't want to go out and sell these guys when they're, you know, at a perceived downswing. Because you're going to be you're going to be missing out. I mean, on any kind of value, you don't want to be getting given these guys up right now. I'm trying to see if these guys we can go out there and buy them. Is what I'm really trying to see. I mean, hell, hell yeah, these guys are still long term huge players in the game here. You're ruining the point of the story. Oh, all right. That was supposed to be the point of the story, but now you just ruined it. So yeah. Well, you didn't tell me the point of the story. I just came up with it all on my own then. Well, I'm glad you figured it out. All right. Everybody else is sitting on the edge of their radio or their earbuds or wherever, how they're listening to this podcast going, oh, what is he trying to get to? What is his point? But the point What's is. What's taking so long? All right. The point is, if you have a young stud wide receiver that after four weeks isn't up to par to his normal abilities. Capitalize on it and buy. Well, no. If you own him. Don't chill, sell. Chill out. Don't sell. If. If you know the other owners have him and they're getting antsy, you should be or, putting in offers. Yeah, right put now. in offers for these guys for so sure. Through these guys, DeAndre Hopkins, it's worth putting in the guys that are just a couple weeks ago untouchable. You should be putting in offers of DeAndre Hopkins, and you really should be putting in a player and offering at seventeen first, because maybe, maybe that seventeen first right now could be just glamorous enough where it can kind of push you over the edge. And offer a good player. Don't go anywhere with like these low ball offers or these cheap salesman offers. Are offer guys like Jarvis Landry. Offer guys like that. Offer guys like Michael Crabtree. Maybe guys that are a little bit more up there in age that are doing really well. Offer T. Y. Hillen in the seventeen first to see where it gets you. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Again, Sammy Watkins falls in that category. Rob Gronkowski falls in that category. Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins. Does Alshon Jeffrey fall into that category? Not for me. Not for you. Um, does he fall in it for you? Does he's? I'm only. The reason I want to say yes is because I feel like Chicago's about to enter a complete blow up rebuild mode. They franchised them this year. I believe Alshon will be playing for somebody else next year. I sometimes I don't think that transitions well for certain players. I think for Alshon's playing style with the right offense, i.e., maybe somewhere like New England, that could tr- transition really, really well. Um, it depends where he goes, but it might be worth the gamble of a 17 first for where he goes to get that 1400 yard receiver back. And this is coming for somebody that's not even a big Alshon fan. Honestly, I'm not a huge Alshon fan. I think he's a great dynasty commodity. You guys all talked me back into that too, because the statistics back that up. Uh, to me, I've never been a huge fan, but I feel like this is his last year in Chicago. Um, they have Kevin White there. Who knows what else they might do do at receiver? I feel like now. With everything that's going on, he is obtainable 
and I might be willing to give up. Definitely if I'm competing right now for a championship as it is, I think Alshon might have way more value next year. I mean, this is a team that's talking about maybe letting Brian Hoyer keep the quarterback position. I'm with you on the they're going to blow this thing up after after this year. I so, don't know. I don't know if the coaching staff's going to be gone, but Cutler's going to be gone. You know, Alshon's going to be gone. He's on he's on the one year franchise, like you said. Um, they're they're going to get young. Yeah, they're going to get young on the offensive side of the ball. So I mean, if he goes like if Alshon goes to New England. That's fantastic. If he goes to San Francisco, that's terrible. Unfortunately, you know, I don't see him going to like a New England style offense. He's probably going to go somewhere and get paid. He's going to go somewhere and get paid, and it's not going to be great. But we'll see. That's the way I see it. So you're down. So you wouldn't buy. I'm really borderline there. It depends. If I feel like I'm for sure making the playoffs this year, I feel like if it's a 6 to 12 first round pick, I feel like I'd give that up for Alshon in a second. Uh, let's put it this way: Alshon Jeffrey is on a team where I'm two and two, so and, and I've got a I've got a good team, and I'm thin at wide receiver. I've had a little bit some injuries hit. Uh-huh. Um, if somebody offered me a first, I'd sell him right now. Wow. Yep. Mind that league? Yep. Wait, is that is that Smash Mouth? Yep. You have an offer coming your way tomorrow. All right. Um, moving on, Brandon Marshall. What do we do with Brandon Marshall? Listen, Brandon Marshall is obviously old, but Fitzpatrick's just killing him right now. Well, Fitzpatrick's killing him. He's a little dinged up himself. He's got a little knee issue going on. Yeah, he's he's he has a knee. I think Brandon is going to be fine once Brandon gets healthy. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick has crappy weeks. Sometimes he has a couple of crappy weeks, but I think he'll be all right too. Think he's okay then? I think he'll be okay. So if you're a contender and you have some of these receivers that are getting hurt. I mean, obviously, you're not going to have a 17 first for Brandon Marshall. No, I think those days are probably behind yeah. for for B Marshall owners. So, like, what's it like an offer for like Brandon Marshall, like a 17 second, and because then that, like that's not close. You got to offer a player, maybe trying to get out with like a second, somebody like if they need running back help, like Matt Forte, and maybe trying to get back at him with like an older running back. Yeah, I think that would do. Hmm. I think an older running back and and a second would get it done. Okay. Or or you know like an older tight end maybe and i mean like just an, another older player and in okay. a second we'll get it done um I was, I was thinking about trying to throw mari cooper in his picks but i can't it's too early he's still too good it's michael crabtree's dominating with the touchdowns there um des bryant yes where do we stand on des bryant I he's coming out saying he's the most hated man in nfl right now and he's he's always been a little wacky tobacky he is another head case wide receiver and right now the quarterback situation's up in the air. He's got Zeke there, who's a monster. Here's he's got the, he's got Cole Beasley. Here's the deal: when Dez doesn't get the ball, Dez gets pouty, mm. and Dez hasn't been getting the ball much. He he got it in one game and then got injured, and you know, like he, he I'm sure he wanted to play through it, and they told him, "Hey, Dez, sit down. You know, get your knee right, so we don't have another lingering issue like last year with your foot." Um, but. It, there's been some weird conflicting reports coming out about that too. Like at first it was a hairline fracture in his, you know, tibia or whatever, or the fibula. And now it's just a bone bruise. And now it's a bone bruise. So it's kind of hard to tell exactly what's going on there. Um, I wouldn't reports be. Reports coming out he's missed like 30 meetings. Really? I didn't, I didn't even hear that one. I heard it on like Mike and Mike today. But I, I definitely, Somebody I, I definitely heard that he missed meetings and got fined and he missed the MRI after, after the, initial injury because he was he was afraid that you know he was going to get really really bad news uh, i didn't hear the other report that's news to me but um 
it's it's he needs to get his head right, man. Would you give up a seventeen first for Des? The upside is enormous. With I would. I would. I would too. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm bringing this up because I feel like this right now after like week four, I feel like some people start to get really down out. Some people get too many injuries they they can't overcome, and they feel like, oh, I just need to blow this up. Some people get like too emotional that they they get mad at these players, and it, which you shouldn't do in dynasty. You shouldn't make rash decisions right. over four weeks. And I feel like right now, like going into week five is the time to, you know, not before it's too early. Sometimes it might be too late. I feel like now is the time these next couple of weeks to try and go get these guys where some people are upset and some people have had enough, you know, like Des has been hurt two years in a row. I've had enough of Des. You know what I mean? Kind of like that Josh Gordon syndrome. Like, you know, this guy's never going to play again. And not to the point that Des ain't going to play again, but like people are probably thinking, you know what? Definitely. It comes more to the fact of the people that actually own him. Because they're the you know you, you have them on your team and you want to start them, but now it's been two years. Like Sammy Watkins, it's been two years since you can utilize this guy to help you win a championship, so you can capitalize on that and then seventeen reap all the benefits of a Sammy Watkins, Des Bryant, Brandon Marshall receiving core, and you just dominate your league. I agree, man. Go out and get some of these guys. I mean, the price is right on a few of them for sure. I mean, they're, they're these guys are down, and it's a good time to capitalize. Yeah. Sell Will Fuller and get one of these guys. Yeah, honestly. Capitalize on it. Yeah. Will Will Fuller be consistently good? Are we that far off on Will Fuller? I feel like we're not, but I mean, I'm starting to think that we are. <laughs> I mean, he's playing really good. He's playing really good. I, don't, I mean, I it's out of the blue for me. Maybe he's man. putting together. I mean, again, his whole knock was always his small hands catching and, the ball and dropping yeah. 50% of the balls. Right. I don't want to talk about Will Fuller anymore. Um, has anybody else been like a huge disappointment for you this year? Um, not really, man. I mean, nothing do you feel that... like I, I know I mentioned like before we even started the show? Like, does Mark? Because I have Mark Ingram. Uh huh. Does he feel like he's like? It's weird because like he's scoring points. And he's he's had back to back over twenty point games, but it still feels like he's like disappointed, doesn't it? Well, he was like the running back two for most of the year last year until he got injured. So from that standpoint, yeah, it's a little disappointing, but they're not running the ball, man, and their defense is terrible. John Coon. Yeah, and then he's getting, I mean, he's either getting. John Coon had three touchdowns. He's either getting his, his touchdowns vultured by stinking fullbacks or he's getting his catches vultured by other little scat backs. So his value just isn't where it was when he was, you know, when he was really just dominating carries last year all over the place and catches. So here's where I'm at about Mark Ingram is, again, I'm going to try and buy him because I feel like you might be able to get Mark Ingram for something like that's not worth his value because I feel like, I mean, he's running back 13 right now, so he's almost a running back one. Right, he's he's right there on the border. And New, New Orleans has got to do something different. So Listen, instead of trying to throw the ball 80 yards every time, maybe they should be hitting the ball off a little bit more often. Right, that's the thing. Like, they have no balance. They're another one of these teams that has no balance, so they're not protecting their crappy defense at all. They're just exposing them even more because they, they run down the field and score in like two seconds. You know who has great balance? Who's the that? karate kid. Yeah, no kidding. He I mean he could do that that kick on one foot yeah. on a log. Daniel Sun on a, on a yeah. boat. Yeah. Yeah. On a boat oh, on a boat bow? Yeah. I forgot about the boat. Yeah. I always remember the little stick out of the sand. Yeah, he can do the log, but he can also do it on a boat too. That's like impossible. 
Like, I wonder if I could stand on one of those, like, because those things at the beach are, like, they're pretty thick, those little logs. Yeah, yeah. Like, now put my hands up like the, the flying crane. If I could literally just go from one foot to another foot, but, like, in a small leap. Not like a credit kick out, but just like a jump up and down. You think I could do that? I don't want to ruin the story for you, but no, you couldn't. <laughs> Next time we are by one of those, remind me. I'm going to try it. I can't wait. I'm going to And I will get that. back on the podcast. I will let you know if I could do that. I'm going to videotape that for sure. Because I feel like I have good balance. Like, I don't slip a lot. Like, I catch myself. All right. Maybe because I snowboard. And I used to skateboard and stuff like those. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, I'm not athletic whatsoever. Right. But. I'll agree I wonder with you. if I could do that. I'd probably, I'd probably break my ankle. It could be a, a broken ankle situation. Kind of. Yeah. I'll have it videotaped, so we'll be able to break down the video. All right. If I fall, we'll put it on Twitter. <laughs> we'll put it on the thing. But next time we're around, if we remember, I'm going to try it. All right. I'm, I'm ambitious. You are. Um. So now we're going into week five. Tom Brady comes back. Yes. Um. That's it about players. Josh is coming back, but he's not coming back. Josh is not coming back. I mean, there was other guys that came back. Um. Defensive guys. Yeah, deep, mostly defensive guys. Le'Veon Bell returned this past week. And, and never, dominated. And dominated. Yeah, we even talked about Le'Veon. Well, we hadn't got to the game yet. Right? We're not doing the games. I know. We ran out of time. We planned on getting to the games, though. Well, I want to talk about other topics. Like, not every week have to cover all the games. I mean, you guys watch the games, right? I would hope people watch yeah. the game. So sorry we didn't cover the games this week. We'll cover the games next week. All this right. week, I want to I want to kind of get... I just felt like it's more important, like, this week is like a hot week to start making moves. I feel like the whole presence of the show is... To start making moves. I totally agree, man. Dynasty trades. Yeah. Like this is where you start pushing them. Because then you see the teams are in a, you know, like they're making that push. Because now, because here's the thing, too. This is where like the bye weeks really like come into effect. Because not only do people sustain injuries, but now they have bye weeks I know, as man. well. So now you have to overcome the injuries and the bye weeks. And people are fighting in these dynasty leagues to make the playoffs and stay atop. And like, Again, if you don't, if you feel like you're kind of out of it, or you just want to kind of gain some more players, now's the time to do it. Now's the time to do it. I think I feel like this is the time. This is the time, man. This is going to make or break the season these next few coming weeks here. Yeah, so, I mean, again, we're a third of the way through the season. Right. Absolutely, man. If it's either crap or get off the pot, man. So um, coming up next week, I mean, nothing really crazy, right? Besides Tom Brady coming back. Tom Brady coming back. I think that's going to be the, the story here. They are going to roll the Cleveland Browns. I'll be there in person. I'm literally going to welcome Tom Brady back in person. God bless you. I'm going to go welcome back in person. Right. Say hi. That's so nice of you. When we have a quarterback, I'll be talking to him in person, too. <laughs> I'm trying to use my uh, my ESPN gig to give me some sweet like passes or something. Get some NFL connections. Draft. I'm nice. trying to go to the NFL draft this year. So if you live in Philadelphia or you plan to go to the NFL draft, I'm trying to go. This year, for the first time ever. I'm trying to go, too, man. I know. Me, you, and Juan <laughs> are trying to go. So I'm trying to get us all passes what we could do. I'm going to see if I can do, like, which would be really cool for the podcast. I'm going to try and use my ESPN gig to talk to some of these rookies. This is possible. I haven't, I haven't taught. I haven't. It's in the works. I'm just now kind of laying it out there. But uh, ta- trying to talk to top men and uh, get in there and maybe get some interviews on the podcast for this amazing 17 rookie class, right? That would, that would be awesome, bro. Leonard yeah. Fournette. Yeah. Leonard, come here. Leonard. Leo, 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 <laughs> Leo. Hey, how do you feel like your dynasty potential is going forward? What? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? What? Fantasy football. You ever play fantasy football? No. Okay. Well, this is this is good. This is dynasty fantasy football. It's way better, man. Way better. So, and I'm like, do you think you're the next Emmett Smith? Yeah, I do. 
Oh, great interview, Leo. Great interview, Leo. Great, great interview, Peace. Leo. I got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, next week we'll get back into the games. I know I started to show off, like, oh, some Dynasty stashes, um, things along those lines, but we didn't get to those guys. We did, more this is a buy or sell trade. And speaking of sell, um, I, w- I kind of want to bring this up today. This is, this is something I've been thinking about for a while now for the Dynasty Nerds website, for the Dynasty Nerds podcast. This last week or so, I was actually approached by a major podcast network that has been listening to the podcast for a while. They love it. They think it's great. Of course. Which are the right, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they want to bring us on. And they want to pay us. What? Yeah, money. Like, okay money, too. Like, they want to give us, like, money that's kind of like, okay, that's, I can buy some stuff with that. Right? Right. You know, you'd get a piece of that. I talked to you about it, right? You did. Um, And in do so, we'd have to add air commercials on the podcast right which is fine yeah there's nothing wrong with it yeah people have commercials most podcasts you listen to have commercials they sure do we don't have commercials or guests right you think that's why people listen so much possibly maybe listen i like it that way so do i we never really talked about bringing a guest on ever us chitter chattering our way right through these things yeah we do it 52 weeks a year for an hour a year right so we've been doing the podcast for three years we've been doing the site for now three years and we are ready to take the site to another level we want to take it to the next level right now we have some really good rankers but it's kind of hard to knock on somebody to keep your rankings up to date when you don't pay those people to keep them up to date we want to put more articles out per day but it's kind of hard to put more article day articles out per day when you don't pay people as much to write articles right absolutely so what we want to do is not only do we want to take the podcast to the next level, we want to take the website to the next level. Um, the whole goal was to start DynastyNerds.com was to keep everything free. That's still the number one goal is to keep everything free. That is our goal, man. Nothing and behind paywalls or anything like that. No, we're going to keep everything free. Right. We are going to keep everything free. But we just want to make you guys better Dynasty players. So essentially, we're just asking that you invest in yourself right absolutely and we're just asking for you know um little donations here i mean it's something like whatever you can do 50 cents uh, a dollar per month that type of thing and it in order to like not water down the podcast with a bunch of ads basically. yeah exactly nobody wants to listen to commercials right nobody wants, nobody to. wants to all of a sudden have to grab your podcast and hit double speed on it right so right? i mean t- you know, fifty cents to some somebody is is nothing per month. You know, I mean, to other people it does mean something. You can't do it, and we totally understand. But to to somebody, hey, fifty cents is nothing. A dollar is nothing per month. You know, you know, you like us so much that hey, you want to give us two dollars a month? That's amazing. Yeah. You know, we we, we have totally... somebody that donates monthly over that. It was right. just crazy. We have right. actually have two people that donate monthly over that because at one time, like six months ago, we put this up and we said, hey, if you guys could donate every month to help make the podcast better. We would appreciate it, and some people signed up. And then we took it down, which whoever runs the website took it down. That's fine. But now we're putting it back up. We're putting it back up, basically. So what we want to do is we want to be able to find more time to put in this podcast to make the podcast better. We want to find more time to put into the website with our rankings and articles and the website all together that's free and make it better. To do that, it costs money. I can... I, I've spent a lot of my own money right. on this. Absolutely. And now it's to the point, it's like, I'm asking for a little bit of help. Right, right. And, and that's all it is, really, man. And we're putting it all back into the site and everything. So it's not like, 
your donations are going to a bad cause. It's not coming and going and lining our pockets or anything. Crazy yeah, you're like not that. buying me anything. Let me right. put it that way. Yep. Like literally every dollar that comes in, we want to put back into the website. And if we get enough money, we'll do something like, well, maybe we'll buy a cool soundboard so we can have some really cool drops. Exactly. Because we deserve some cool drops. <laughs> we need some cool drops, yeah. man. And it, and it depends where we get to because you guys are an awesome audience. Like over right. these last three years, it's been so fun doing this podcast and building this really large audience. It still blows my mind for how many people listen to this show. Me too, man. Thanks, like, guys. I didn't never thought in a million years it would be possible for how many people to listen to this show. And it'd be fun to also give back. Like, because you guys are so awesome. It'd be fun, like, if we could get people to, like, take some of this money. And if there's excess money, put it back out to you guys. Exactly. But you know what that is? Like, having some really cool contests, either once a week or once a month, with some, like, really cool giveaways. Like, how we did before. We, like, we had those MFL 10s to give away. Right. What did we do? Right. We gave them some of them to the people that donated to the site. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of always been our nature is to give back to the people that give to us. So that's, you know, that's that's part of the plan as well. So, you know, we have T-shirts. We have uh, MFLs, like you mentioned. And who knows? Maybe we'll drop some new products on you guys. That'd be pretty sweet, like a Snuggie, maybe? A little Snuggie action. Ooh, Ooh. A little Dyson Nerd Snuggie. Who knows? A bumper sticker you can slap on that bumper. Something. I mean, hat. Who knows? We'll figure something yeah. out. Yeah. The number one reason we all, we've always done this Anyways, it's because we love Dynasty Fantasy Football. Right. And we put a lot of time into it, as it is. So for me, this is still fun. I'm always going to do the podcast for fun. But I feel like we can make it even more fun by making everything better. Right, and just, just having, having some fun with some contests and stuff like that. And, and, you know, obviously just being able to pay the writers and stuff like that a little bit more and, and, and rankers a little bit more and stuff like that. And just remember, that's cool. going to help you win. And right. when you win your leagues, you're going to win some cash. Maybe you play in a twenty dollar league, you're gonna win like one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. So if you donate a dollar a month, that's only twelve bucks. That's only twelve bucks a year for the most awesome dynasty contest ever. And almost look at like a like twelve dollar entry fee to win some awesome prizes. There you go. That too. Because that's what I want to do too, right? So if you donate, we'll take all the people that do donate, and we're gonna come up with a system as well to even for people right now. There's like how many people donate now, and if you don't start donating, and you hit a certain thing, we're gonna enter you, and you, we'll have a contest, right? right? Just think, for those people. Too. I mean, yeah, I think we're thinking like anything above fifty cents per month. per month. You know, so six six bucks a year. It's not much at all. Anybody above that, you know, watermark is entered into the contest for a year. Yep. We'll, we'll enter their name into the system, and they'll be registered for one year from that six dollar donation. I guess. Yep. And of course, if you could donate more, that's awesome too. We, yeah, we greatly appreciate um, any donations. Yes, we greatly appreciate. And remember, all the donations are not going to Matt or our wives. Or no, our kids. They're not. Every dollar goes right to DynastyNerds.com. Uh, they make it the number one Dynasty Nerd site in the world. Because that's what our goal is. That is it, man. Right? There's some other sites that are pretty good. There, they are. But they're not as cool as us. <laughs> so, again, we appreciate it. We'll be monitoring it. I hope it doesn't come off like we're panhandling. But yeah, yeah. Hey. we're trying to avoid that. The way I look at it is, like, we've been doing this for so long. I feel like we have a, even on, like, Twitter, we have a really good rapport with our listeners. Like, some of these people, like, over the years, like, I've grown like really friendly with on Twitter. It's almost like those people like that you went to college with, you were super cool with, but then you move away across the state. Now you don't see them anymore. But hey, at good. least you get to hear and talk to us every single week. Good analogy. How long do you talk to those people? <laughs> you huh? don't, man. You Once a month? Yeah. yeah. We're here for you every week and on Twitter. There you go. The Twitter, Matt. The Twitter. The tweeters. So again, if you can help us out, we appreciate it. Um, 
We're about to take this bad boy to the next level. Ooh, yeah. Maybe on Christmas, I'm going to get a soundboard. <laughs> Hashtag two to three year window. <laughs> You're going to wear that one out. Here's a poop sandwich. Oh, I heard about poop sandwiches. Oh, last week I was talking about yeah. poop sandwiches. Uh-huh. How gross they are. I, I saw on Twitter. How'd you get the poop on that bread? <laughs> That's gross, man. It is gross. But yeah, that'd be fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we, and we got to get some Kevin Smith. Oh, there'll be some Kevin Smith. For Tell sure. him, Steve, Dave. Tell him. You think a guy reads some comics, he can't start some shit? <laughs> well, that's it, guys. Again, uh, no stashes this week, huh? Can we get a stash? Do we have a stash? Um, so for me, I'm thinking like maybe Peyton Barber would be a good stash this week. Um, Ooh, yeah, look at that. So Charles Sims is, you know, basically he's out with a knee today out of practice, and he's going to be questionable this week. And there's even some talk about them reevaluating, like, how they're splitting up running back carries. I'm not buying that, but, yeah, we'll see. So, I mean, Peyton Barber, I think. Might be worth a stash because there might be a sliver of hope for him of opportunity. Right, absolutely. I th- they may be on buy this coming week. But he's still not a bad guy. You know what I like is a forward. nice little snatch as a waiver wire pickup. The CV's out there. He might not be. Definitely after this week. Bryce Butler. Bryce Butler. Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Right now, Cole Beasley, you know, he can't be the number one. With all this Dez news, last week, Bryce Butler had five catches, 41 yards, and a touchdown. But the big thing there is not, you know, obviously the touchdown got him the 15 points, but he had nine targets. Only Jason Wynn had nine, with nine had more. He had... Uh, more than twice as Cole Beasley targets. He had three more than Terrence Williams. And Bryce Butler, who's a big guy, fourth year out of San Diego State, might be a little sneaky play, nice little stash, dynasty stash. A little stashy stash. For the rest of the year. Right now, we're Cole Beasley. So Cole Beasley is in that like wide receiver two category. What if Cole Beasley takes a little Eddie Royal? You know, a little Eddie Royal right, right, face here. And right. then and Bryce Butler starts to see, because he is that bigger receiver. So Bryce Butler starts to get a little bit more bump because Terrence Williams is just not that great. And he already are targeted him, and he produced. Terrence Williams scored a touchdown as well, but Bryce Butler caught five footballs for 41 yards and a touchdown. Bryce Butler is my little stash of the week. Your little stash of the week. All right. Just to clarify, um, the Bucks are not on by this week. That was okay. a mistake. It's week six for them. We can get a little stash soundboard sound too, right? There you go. Like something to do with mustaches. <laughs> Tom Selleck. <laughs> I would love a mustache. Does Tom does Tom Selleck have any quotes? Um, I don't know, man. Do you know any Tom Selleck movies? Um, I can picture one when he's like a cowboy looking guy. He was in Miami Vice, right? No, he was in Magnum, Magnum P.I. P.I. That's P.I. it. Okay, I didn't watch Magnum P.I. I loved Magnum P.I. That... I loved Maverick. Okay. MacGyver. Okay. Uh, Wh- which one? The one with the guy with the mustache. Wait. What? Which one? MacGyver. MacGyver didn't have a mustache. Magnum PI. <laughs> Magnum PI had a mustache, man. Listen. Jeez, oak. Oh, those old, oh early God. 90s shows, late 90s shows. The older I get, the worse my memory gets. Oh, apparently. I'm, get, I'm getting old, man. Uh, yeah. You know my birthday's on Sunday? I do, man. Hey, guys, my birthday's on Sunday. You're getting crusty, man. I am. I'm closer to 50 than I am 20. <sighs> That's ugly. Or 20 even 5, I think. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be 37. Yeah, you're just old, man. So I'll be 15. I'll be 30, 50 in 13 years. You basically have one foot on the grave and the other one on a banana peel. So you better watch well, out. you know, hey, <laughs> as long as I keep winning fantasy football, it's a good life. There you go, man. So, all right, guys, we'll be back next week uh, with more dynamic information. Woo. 
This week was more of like a topic fodder show. Yeah, it kind of was. And uh, we'll get back into it next week. Absolutely. We're going right. to nail down all those games next week. So buy low or uh, stash is Peyton and Butler. Sell buy low, Sammy Watkins. Right. Absolutely. Sell high, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. <laughs> He's always high. Just a little high. He's always high. Ready, set, but Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.